The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, bringing you interviews with some of the hottest celebrities who made the mistake of taking Christopher and Eric's call. March 9th. March 9th. Seriously, March 9th. Wait, don't we usually start promos by saying our names? Usually, but this time all we really need to say is March 9th. March 9th and Anne Rice. That's correct. Sunday. March 9th, Anne Rice, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Okay, that's all we really need to say. And we also need to say that if you are a fan of Anne Rice, if you have any investment in the future of her career whatsoever, if you are just dying to know the title and the theme of her next book, then you simply cannot miss this live cast of The Dinner Party Show. That's right. Anne Rice, who just happens to be my mother, will be here in studio to not only reveal the subject of her next novel, but to respond to questions and comments about it from our party people on the Facebook page. And trust me, folks, you're going to have a lot to say about it, I'm sure. Also, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you do not want to miss the Sunday, March 9th live cast of The Dinner Party Show. March 9th. The Dinner Party Show, a new live cast, begins airing every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific at thedinnerpartyshow.com or through our free mobile app. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, where all of our shows are available for free anytime you want to listen. I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. Actually, there's a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, no, we're going to no, no. take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Good evening, this is Breck Artery coming to you live from the story night of the Oscars party at the West Hollywood Hills home of Friends of the Dinner Party Show, Brock 
and Bastion. Well, I wouldn't say friends exactly. We love you, but not in that way. Yeah, it's more like friends with air quotes. Thanks for clearing that up. Rock and Bastion's home, party central for many of West Hollywood's toniest events, is tonight the scene of the celebration of the crown jewel of West Hollywood's party season. Oscar night. And that's a mighty big tiara. <laughs> yes, it might even fit on RuPaul's head. Okay, sure. If you're from outside the LA area, you may not realize it, but most of the biggest Oscar night events you've heard of actually take place in West Hollywood. The Vanity Fair party, the Elton John party, the list goes on and on. The Oscars and the Governor's Ball take place in Los Angeles on Hollywood Boulevard, and pretty much everything else happens here in West Hollywood on Oscar night. And we mean everything else. It's bottom feeders to lie. Colorful but true. If there is gossip about what happened after tonight's Oscars, you can be pretty sure it will be about what happened here in West Hollywood. And the Dinner Party Show's crack news team is on the ground to bring you the what's what about who's who in WeHo on this, the night of the 86th annual Academy Awards. Tell us, Brack, what were the first Oscars like? <laughs> Can you remember back that far? <laughs> <laughs> These two cut-ups, Brock and Bastion, will be our hosts here at their legendary home in the Hollywood Hills, high atop Pretense Canyon, the Glass Palace. Hi! We'd just like to say hello to all the people who were not invited to our exclusive party again this year. That's a lovely sentiment. Coming to you live from the nerve center of tonight's exclusive TDPS Oscar coverage, the social media room, your dinner party show hosts, Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. This door is locked. Somebody let us out of here. We're running low on tea. What? Let us out! We'll get right on. Oh my god, let us out! We said they could cover the Oscars from here. We didn't say they could come to the party. Let us out of here this instant! Christopher and Eric will be live tweeting tonight's Oscars starting at 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern on the official TDPS Twitter account at Dinner Party Show. And for all the pre-Oscar show excitement, live from the red carpet, it's TDPS's most special special correspondent, Jordan Ampersand. Um, hello. There aren't as many red carpets out here as everyone said there'd be, and I've been walking for like eight blocks, and I still don't know why I wasn't allowed to come to the party, and I totally think that if I've been allowed to make the case for my fabulousness directly to Brock and Bastion... You did, sweetie. And the judgment was not in your favor. Wait, I think I see a red carpet over here in between the new donut place and the vegan massage parlor. Let me go investigate and oh god, I hope it's some kind of red carpet because I'm totally tired of walking. Thank you for that, Jordan. We'll be back with more live dinner party show Oscar night coverage live from the night of the Oscars party with the couple many call West Hollywood's most perfect gay couple. The ones actually attending tonight's party. At the Glass Palace, perched at the apex of Pretense Canyon in the West Hollywood Hills, overlooking the world-famous Oscar night festivities below. But first, a message from the real star of tonight's show, the city that makes it all possible, West Hollywood. As if. Well, hello there. Remember me? No? I won't remember me either until I finish this martini. I was a big deal back in the day. 
Handsome, dashing, the product of a studio star system that frankly doesn't groom real talent the way it used to. I played leading men, and occasionally I provided a bit of comic relief. And of course I was always photographed leaving the brown derby with some pretty little starlet I couldn't have cared less about. Why? Because the whole time my name was up in lights at your local movie palace, I was sucking more dick than a pair of BVDs. Now, the only place you can find me is at a West Hollywood sidewalk cafe. So, if you're wondering where to spend your gaycation this summer, remember, there's only one city on earth where, during a walk to the grocery store to get some more lube, you can spot all the men who played the cowboys and dashing princes you loved as a child. And that city is West Hollywood. We may be washed up, but we've all washed up in the same sunny place. And we're still here, so who cares how we held up, you nasty little queen? See you this summer! This message has been brought to you by the Dinner Party Show's West Hollywood Board of Tourism. Come early and stay late, but get vaccinated for meningitis first, because we're all out. March 9th. March 9th. Seriously, March 9th. Wait, don't we usually start promos by saying our names? Usually, but this time all we really need to say is March 9th. March 9th and Anne Rice. That's correct. Sunday, March 9th, Anne Rice, live. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Okay, that's all we really need to say. And we also need to say that if you are a fan of Anne Rice... If you have any investment in the future of her career whatsoever, if you are just dying to know the title and the theme of her next book, then you simply cannot miss this live cast of The Dinner Party Show. That's right. Anne Rice, who just happens to be my mother, will be here in studio to not only reveal the subject of her next novel, but to respond to questions and comments about it from our party people on the Facebook page. And trust me, folks... You're going to have a lot to say about it, I'm sure. Also, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you do not want to miss the Sunday, March 9th live cast of The Dinner Party Show. March 9th. The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. If you don't have anything nice to say, you'll feel right at home. And we're back with the Dinner Party Show's special Oscar special coverage. Live from Pretense Canyon in the West Hollywood Hills and the Glass Palace, home to noted West Hollywood couple and hosts with the most, Brock and Bastian. Hi! We'll be back with more from our hosts on just what it takes to host their famous Night of the Oscars party. Money! And remember, Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn will be live tweeting tonight's Oscar ceremony on the official TVBS Twitter account at Dinner Party Show. Let us out! I think we're running out of oxygen! Oops. I knew there was something we forgot to remember to do. Or remember to forget. Which was it? Somebody help us! But first, with more live action from the red carpet, it's TDPS's man on the scene, Jordan Ambersand. Thanks, man, Barbara Walters. My name's not man, Barbara Walters, you impertinent I'm coming to you live from Santa Monica Boulevard here in beautiful West Hollywood, the center of Oscar glamour. If Christopher and Eric could afford a fucking video camera, you'd be able to see me standing in front of a piece of red carpet someone put down in front of a new fast food restaurant called the Fun Dumpster. 
because I was informed that allowing me to attend Rock and Bastion's soiree at the Glass Palace would just be too much fabulousness under one roof. I'm bringing you remote coverage of the official Oscar night party sponsored by GAF. I don't remember what GAF stands for, but I know it's an organization that throws big gay fundraisers and says stuff every now and then about gay characters in movies and on TV. Excuse me, Jordan Ampersand. GAF actually stands for Gays Advancing Fabulous Entertainment Equality, and I'm Shelby Evervane, GAF's executive director. Is that why you're dressed like a gay high school principal? Actually, my husband and I wore matching suits this evening, both Ted Baker, both lined with Oscar gold. Interesting. I can't tell if you guys look like you're going to adopt an African child or a Puerto Rican houseboy. Progress is so weird. Well, Jordan Ampersand, if you would just stop talking, I'd be able to let you know how pleased we are to have the dinner party show cover our event tonight. The dinner party show? They just said go wherever we aren't and try not to get arrested. I came here because it's close to my apartment and your bouncer looks like Denzel Washington. Ow. I mean Diesel Washington. Anyway, don't tell anyone. If I may interject and tell your viewers about our partner for this evening's event, the hot new West Hollywood eatery you see just behind me. Um, actually, we don't have viewers and they can't see anything because this is a radio show. Honestly, I thought you were an entertainment program. What are you going to do next? Talk about a writer? People can see me on Craigslist and that's really all that matters. Anyway, tell us about the cum dumpster before I have to shaft you for a real celebrity. The fun dumpster is part of a new trend we call rescued food. Chefs from the Fun Dumpster visit West Hollywood's trendiest restaurants and hand-pick the finest steak segments and mostly consumed piles of potatoes au gratin, left behind by diners who got too high in the middle of dinner to finish their plate. Then these rescued delicacies are brought here, repackaged and sold to college students from the Inland Empire who can barely afford the gas it takes to get to West Hollywood each weekend. That's horrifying. People should really just stop eating. Well, until they do, there's the fun dumpster. Okay, as a charity gay, I'd like to ask your opinion of the special organization sponsoring Brock and Bastion's Oscar Soiree at the Glass Palace, which I am not attending currently because it's hard to have guests who are hotter than your servers. Anyway, Brock and Bastion are amazing, and they have their own charity called Save the Hot Kids. Has your charity ever worked with their charity, and if so, did they make hot charity babies together? Jordan, GAFE is not a charity, and nonprofit work is challenging. It requires absolute focus and dedication on the part of those who undertake it. Even when they're posting vacation photos on Facebook for 60% of the calendar year. What we think it's admirable when private citizens work to promote their own special causes, we believe the real bulk of activism should be left to organizations like GAFE, organizations with a long history of administrative excellence and a knack for avoiding those issues on which taking a strong stand might jeopardize the future careers of their board members. So Brock and Bastion didn't invite you to their party either? Worse. If those bitches don't delete that camera phone video they have of me from Mykonos, I will cut their faces. Do you hear me? I will cut their whore faces. Yikes. So what does GAF actually do? We are devoted to ensuring the fair and equal representation of gays, lesbians, bisexual, and transgender people in all forms of entertainment, except books, which are long and take time away from Instagram. But do you ensure fair and equal representation of gays on Instagram? 
Absolutely. How else do you think all those spin instructors with crystal meth habits can trick people into believing they're supermodels on a constant beach vacation? Just another one of our fine initiatives at work. Right, and like when they made that TV show where they turned Leonardo da Vinci straight, you guys were all over that, right? No, what are you, nuts? That was David Goyer's show. He wrote Man of Steel. No one in Hollywood's gonna fuck with him. Oh, okay. Well, what are some other initiatives you guys are working on? Well, whenever possible, we like to marry our concerns with those of the larger entertainment community. And right now, runaway production is a huge problem here in Southern California. With highly competitive tax incentives luring film and TV shoots to states like Georgia and Louisiana, to say nothing of our friends up north, GAFE is doing everything it can to stop the bleeding in the LGBT entertainment community. Ow. We're working to ensure that American gay porn stars never lose another job to Eastern European hotties who will do anything to get out of potato picking season. How are you going to do that? By making all of those Eastern European hotties into American hotties. We're in the process of relocating most of them to our swimming pools as we speak. And making sure they are well represented on Instagram. Absolutely. Can I be on your board? No, but I'm sure several of our board members would be more than happy to pass you around. Oh, okay. Thanks for coming, Jordan Ampersand, and a big thank you to everyone listening at home. Sure. Back to you, man, Barbara Walters. Well, Jordan, that's really not what we had in mind, but thanks for that unexpected report. And now to the centerpiece of tonight's coverage, the social media room. We take you live to your dinner party show hosts, Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And tonight, in addition to being trapped in what is obviously just a spare bedroom that has been converted into an office with a computer and a Wi-Fi booster, we are live tweeting the Oscars at the Dinner Party Show's Twitter account, at Dinner Party Show, hashtag Oscars. Join us there live for up-to-the-minute commentary on what's what with a who's who at tonight's Oscar festivities. And remember to post your Oscar ballot before tonight's show for a chance to win a signed copy of Armistead Mopin's latest book, the days of Anna Madrigal. It'll go to the person who can beat our predictions. Instructions are on the Dinner Party Show's Facebook page and we'll draw names if there's a tie. And to Brock and Bastion, I just want to say that if you don't unlock this door right this instant, I will post those pictures of the two of you in your bathing suits before you started juicing and had all that life on. And we will tag you and promote the post. Not kidding. Well, thanks for that, Christopher and Eric. I think they sounded serious, gentlemen. As if, like you can't block and untag pictures. And who are you calling gentlemen? Well, to quote the famous Margot Channing, this evening is shaping up to be a bumpy night. Buckle up. Or say for the poolside after party and unbuckle. That's when <laughs> things get really bumpy. Thanks for the invite, gentlemen. As if. It's quite a party already. Yes, we call it Night of the Oscars because the entire waitstaff is comprised of naked men shaved and painted gold. Yes, and we force them all to have their names legally changed to Oscar. That way, if you need anything, you can just yell, Oscar! And a solid gold naked man will come running. <laughs> we literally have to have armed guards to keep the local queens out. And as you know from last... Last year's coverage, keeping people out, is the key to our Oscar party success. Too true! For that, let's reach into the vault and enjoy your gracious interview with me from last year's Dinner Party Show special, Oscar Special. We 
me take you now to the exclusive Pretense Hills neighborhood, high above West Hollywood, looking down on it, in fact, from the home of the hosts with the most, whose renown is unquestioned from La Brea Avenue to Doheny Boulevard. That's only actually a mile, but still, here, Brock and Bastion, West Hollywood's self-proclaimed most perfect couple. Hi, I'm Brock, and this is Bastion. Bastion here. I already said that. And I wish you wouldn't say my name unless you intend to do something about it. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Jordan Ampersand. Remember me from the gym? We had on, like, the same fuchsia property of LASC oh. tank top. I gave you my phone number, and you said you'd call about the party you were having for the Olympics. Oh, yes. Wrestling appreciation night. We filled the pool with Jello and porn stars. That was amazing. Yeah, you never... We must have lost your number. Here, let me give it to you again. Not on the air, Jordan. Air Jordan, what a perfect nickname. He doesn't need a nickname, and believe me, Ampersand, I have your number. Leapin' Louboutins. I can't wait to see the Glass Palace in person. I've been looking at the Facebook pictures for years. Yeah, you should wait by the phone. I will, I will, I will. Silence, Crack Twink. We're about to make magic here. Meanwhile, it's Oscar night in Hollywood, but in West Hollywood, the high-end party and shopping zone between Hollywood and Beverly Hills, tonight the real excitement is about the Oscar night parties. The most famous Oscar parties in the world happen in West Hollywood, but in the city of West Hollywood itself, the undisputed party that says queens are Brock and Bastion. West Hollywood's most perfect gay couple. We do say so ourselves. And we do. As often as possible. But during Oscar season, it's the people who want to come to our party who say it the most. We have been having this party for years, and everyone who thinks they are anyone in West Hollywood and wants us to think so too, practically crawls up our butts to get an invitation to this night of watching television at our house. That's right, <laughs> you heard us watching television. The secret to all Oscar parties is that the biggest events of the night don't actually happen at your party. The truly famous people and the most sought-after guests of the night are elsewhere and have something way better to do. And no one will ever care what happens at your party except the people who want to attend but don't get to. The secret to making your Oscar night party is not the guest list, but the list of people you don't invite. They'll be the ones talking about what happened at your party. You have to make your party seem like it's the place to be. Because the people who actually came to your party know that you just watch something cool happening somewhere else on television. But I'm guessing it's not TV dinners in front of the flat screen. Not at all. The trickiest part is putting together our not-invited list. That's right. The real skill in giving a successful Oscar party is in being able to tell the difference between braggers... The people you, air quotes, want to invite to your party... And people who are just bitter blabbermouths who you don't want to invite to the party... But who you do want to add as Facebook, Instagram, and social media contacts so you can give them something to talk about. And resent. Too true. Because if you don't make them hate you, they won't talk about you. Because who talks about people they like? Right. Right. You guys are my role model. Then be quiet and learn something, sweetie. Once you've got your braggart and haters list straight, the rest is just getting the braggarts to make the haters hate that they weren't invited. 
Our signature and number one Facebook photo op taggers are the tall, muscular, naked man with the shaved heads who we paint gold and send out to pass hors d'oeuvre and champagne during the party. That's why we call our party Night of the Oscars. We don't have waiters, we have Oscars. Because everyone knows if you want to sell something to a gay man, all you have to do is put a naked man on it. Then we steal Wolfgang Puck recipes. Like he invented chocolate smoked salmon and cream cheese. Set up a bunch of TVs around the pool. Turn on the banks of glamour lights that make the house and the palm trees look like the establishing shot on a reality show. And fire up the Wi-Fi for maximum social media saturation. Then we just sit back, sip our Oscar teenies, and let jealousy do the rest. Everyone at the party starts tweeting and posting pics of themselves with our life-sized Oscars. Because on Oscar night, everyone wants to be photographed with a big, gold statuette in their hand. And before you can say green-eyed monster, you can practically feel the envy rising up Pretense Canyon to fog up our windows as we look down on everyone who wishes they were here with us watching television. <laughs> Best of all, West Hollywood being what it is, there are a surprising number of locals who want to show off their biggest, probably only, life achievement. And they can't do that with their clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> so believe it or not, Brack, we have a waiting list for our Oscar waiter model staff of people who are willing to do anything to be famous. And who think our party has anything to do with that. Maybe I can be one of those special Oscars like the one they gave Shirley Temple. And I rest our case. So, what made you guys start giving your Night of the Oscars party in the first place? Because Elton John kept not inviting us to watch TV with him. Not that we're jealous. But why throw a party in West Hollywood and not invite us? And the vicious cycle continues. Brock, Bastion, Thanks for giving us a peek inside your world-famous Night of the Oscars party. At least it is if you consider the 35 blocks that comprise West Hollywood the world. And we do all the time. But on Oscar night, the whole world comes to West Hollywood. I guess that's true. Thanks again for inviting the dinner party show to your Night of the Oscars. You're so welcome. Air quotes. <laughs> The nominees may have changed since last year, but Brooke and Bastion's Night of the Oscars party remains, as always, a hit with everyone who's not here tonight. I'm mad. I thought we were going to edit out that ampersand crack whore. And we'll be back at the Glass Palace with more of the Dinner Party Show's special Oscar special coverage. The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Sacred Cows Roasted Daily. And we're back at the Glass Palace, home to West Hollywood power couple Brock and Bastion, and scene of not only their storied Night of the Oscars party, which doesn't mean what you think it does, it is also the base of operations for this year's Dinner Party Show special Oscar special. I'm your host, Brock Artery, here with our hosts, Brock and Bastion. Hey! Live on the party front. Live tweeting the Oscar ceremony on at Dinner Party Show from Brock and Bastion's social media room are the stars of the Dinner Party Show, Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Let us out of here! Guys, are they uh, still locked in the media room? Could be. I thought Bastion was looking for that kid. I thought Brock was taking care of it. 
air quotes. You know, you're still lying, even if you say air quotes, right? Are you? Who's to say? Actually, I, I think it's pretty... Uh, you know what? Let's go back down to Jordan Ampersand, our man on the red carpet. Air quotes! I see what you mean. Uh, anyway, so while we try to free Christopher and Eric from the Glass Palace social media room, take it away, Jordan! Thanks, Betty White. I'm not Betty White yet. Welcome back to the Fun Dumpster, scene of the hottest Oscar fundraiser on this block of Santa Monica Boulevard. Tonight's event is being thrown by Gays Advancing Fabulous Equality and Entertainment, not to be confused with Save the Hot Kids, although they seem kind of similar in that they both involve hot young guys in swimming pools. Anyway, earlier we were treated to an interview with a woman who looked like B. Author until she started asking me for money and someone told me B. Author is dead. But it's all good because it turned out the mic wasn't recording. Now I'm joined by my best friend, totally important designer, Fitzpatrick. Greetings, frog bananas. And stylist to the stars in their own minds, Natasha. I see night cream. We all scream for eye cream. Anyway, since people are sort of avoiding us now and no one here is really famous, we thought it would be a good time to recap tonight's Best Picture nominees. Fitzpatrick, tell us about Dallas Buyers Club. Well, the Mandarin Jaguar has an octopus convention upwards of the North Pole. Up come the Dragon Jets with their cotton perfume and it all goes Volkswagen Brothers. I think what Fitzpatrick meant to say before he took that pill which he was supposed to share with me later is that Dallas Buyers Club is the tragic story of a Texas man who is forced to keep crossing the border to feed his diet pill addiction. It features a startling performance by Matthew McConaughey, who in just the past few years has gone from get away from me, gym teacher, to spank me behind the rest stop, daddy. Fitzpatrick, why don't you take us through our next nominee, Philomena. Watershed biscuit, friends. Exactly, whatever. Note to file, British people, if you want your movie to win Best Picture, it needs to not sound like it's some European children's show where a talking fish is going to teach us the alphabet, even if that talking fish is Judy Dench. Anyway, our next nominee is the truly groundbreaking 12 Years a Slave. Natasha, break down the story for us. 12 Years a Slave is the story of 21-year-old college student Anastasia Steele, who finds herself enthralled with reclusive, mysterious billionaire Christian Grey. And then there were a bunch of slaves, which was really confusing. Yeah, I think Universal decided to do one of the later books first, and that book had a lot of African slaves in it. Why can't Hollywood just stay true to the source material? Okay, Natasha, let's keep the editorial out of it and just stick to unbiased reporting. Thank you. Like, why the fuck was Sandra Bullock in that weird outfit for all of gravity? She plays an astronaut, Jordan. What do you mean? She's in space. Like outer space or a parking space? Outer space, like in the sky. Well, that's so unbelievable. It's Sandra Bullock. If her character was really in outer space for that long, aliens would have rescued her so they could get her relationship advice. Does toilet paper sing the song of the dolphins? Fitzpatrick? Later, we're going to talk about pacing and sharing. Nobody wants us to interview them. They keep running past us. No, that's just because the fun dumpster's running a special on reclaimed cherry pits. Anyway, 
We'll be back here shortly, but now it's time to turn things over to the men who define Oscar Night Glamour. I'm Jordan, uh, Jordan, that's not actually what you're supposed Quiet, to- Quiet, man, Barbara Walters. I thought you were confusing me with Betty White now, and frankly, I don't see the resemblance in the slightest, and I would appreciate it if you would stick to the script Stop and just- talking, it's not your party. Well, it's not your party either, young man. It will be someday if you let me pitch it back to Brock and Bastion like they asked me to. Do we have a director on set here? Do we actually have someone in control of tonight's proceedings? That would be us, darling. Welcome back to Oscar Night Coverage, live from our Night of the Oscars party in the Free Gents Canyon of the West Hollywood Hills. I'm your host, Brock Artery. Uh, guys, uh, guys, this door seems I'm your to be- host, Brock. And I'm your other host, Bastion. And tragically, Breck Artery has become locked in the social media room with Christopher and Eric. Tragic. Guys? Guys, this door is locked again, and, and I'm in here with Christopher and Eric. Guys? Breck, you are so fired. It's not really Breck's fault. Yeah, but I can't fire Brock and Bastion. Yes, but I have a plan to get us out. Good luck with that. Now it's time for some Night of the Oscars party game. Great, I'll get some I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. Not those games, that's later. We haven't even cast the after party yet. I'm still getting the I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. Oh, you. But if you want to join in at home, here's how you play along. Everybody can pick the winner. I mean, that's totally obvious. But we like to play a game we call Has Been Bingo. When the winner is announced in each category, if your bingo card has the names of one of the losers, then that's a score. And the winner is... Bingo! Thanks to that Bruce Darn picture nobody saw, there are going to be a lot of bingo winners tonight. We'll just have a rigged drawing for a chance to attend the after party. That's the grand prize for has-been bingo. The hard part of the game is making all those bingo cards. We get the children from our charity, Save the Hot Kids, to put the cards together during their vocational rehab therapy. Those nimble little fingers are amazing, and they grow up to be promising young men like tonight's head Oscar. Formerly Steve something. Who we think you'll be hearing a lot more from. Say hello, Oscar. My name is Steve, dude. We explained this earlier, Steve. We had your name legally changed to Oscar so you could work the party tonight. You what? Isn't he something? Formerly Steve something. Hey, that's my name. I'm telling you, the sky's the limit for this one. Yeah, the kid's going places. Like our master bedroom. Oscar! Steve, dude. Steve, dude, something. That's great. Why don't you run and get us a couple of glasses of champagne while we give our guests a tour of the rest of the glass palace? Okay, cool. No, don't run. You'll give yourself a black eye. That is some big talent. Yes, that's the kind of talent Save the Hot Kids is famous for. That's right, and the proceeds from tonight's party and every other party we throw goes to support our non-profit Save the Hot Kids Foundation. Brock and I have been saving hot kids for nearly 20 years now. That's right, and we've raised so much money from our 
Air quotes. Charity that we've been able to afford to have enough work done to make us look as if we've only been doing it for five years. <laughs> you speak for yourself, Miss Day. And thanks to the charitable giving motivated by the pictures of the really hot kids, our nonprofit air quotes benefits we've been able to build our dream home the glass palace in addition to the state-of-the-art social media room where christopher and eric are live tweeting tonight's oscars at dinner party show if anyone cares oh, yeah. in addition right down the hall here we have a gift wrap suite right why limit yourself to a gift wrap room when you can turn it into a luxury suite where you can relax, watch movies or television, have a massage or a spa treatment, and still have room for the servants who are wrapping your presents for regifting? Good wrapping is the key to regifting. So true. Who wants to buy stuff worth keeping? Here's our multimedia theater. It's the only one in the world with showers and changing rooms for after the movie. Through here is the professional caterer's kitchen. It's complete with double wolf's fang range, double oven, double refrigerator, double dishwasher, and double microwave. And most important, a commercial loading dock where all the food and hors d'oeuvres can be brought in and warmed up. That's right. Nothing has ever been cooked in our kitchen. We like to think of it as the most expensive toaster oven in the world. Uh-huh. And over here, through the double breakfast nook, these glass doors lead through to our state-of-the-art pool facilities. Yes, in addition to the double infinity pool, there's another complete outdoor kitchen. Where we have completely never cooked anything. Over there in the glass block cabana, showers big enough for a whole party all their own. <laughs> Changing rooms so elaborate they were used for an entire season of American Gladiators. And our pride and joy, this season we installed an infinity moat that expands security and pool capacity at the same time. That's right. That way we can be surrounded by protection and Andrew Christian banana hammocks simultaneously. I love the view from up here, but especially on Oscar night. Oh, all those naked gold Oscars are something to see if you're lucky enough to be invited. And I am, but that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about all the searchlights and festivities down below. Yes, my favorite part of our palace in the West Hollywood Hills is looking down on everyone else below us. Right? Speaking of which, let's find out what's going on beneath us and check in with Jordan Amplison live from the red carpet. Well, you certainly can't get any lower than that. Take it away, Jordan. Well, be the judge of that. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I'm Jordan Ampersand, and I'm coming to you live from the Oscar party sponsored by Gaze Advancing Fungal Enlargement, or I don't know what their name is. It's not important. The party sucks, and the food smells like ass, like old ass, not good ass. Anyway, the point is, I'm joined here on the red carpet by a very special guest. Leonardo DiCaprio, star of one of the Best Picture nominees, The Wolf of Wall Street, and himself a nominee for Best Actor 
And he's even wearing a suit from the movie. What are you doing here, Leonardo DiCaprio? Shouldn't you be at the Oscars? Uh, actually, I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm Pam Jorgensen. I work in code enforcement for the city of West Hollywood, and I'm here tonight because there are some questions about the permitting process for tonight's event, and we just want to make sure the safety of everyone has been considered in the planning of these festivities. As for this suit, it was given to me as an anniversary present by my wife, Judy Stiles. She's a ceramic artist with a all right, studio... All right, lesbian, we got it. You're not Leonardo DiCaprio. Natasha, look for somebody black, and we'll pretend like they were in that Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Uh, Jordan, actually, I just checked, and it turns out Twelve Years a Slave is not one of the Fifty Shades trilogy. They haven't made that movie yet. That's why we were so confused when we saw it. I wasn't confused. I was just like, wow, women get into some freaky shit. Well, it seems things are coming to a close down there at the red carpet for some fundraiser for some organization Jordan Ampersand stumbled across, probably while looking for a drug dealer of some kind. Wait, we're not done down here. We've got a lot more Oscar madness to cover. Jordan, let them have this their show back. No one wants to be interviewed by us, and by us, I mean you. And if there were any actual celebrities here, which I doubt there are, you wouldn't be able to recognize them. That's a bald-headed lie. You spent 15 minutes interviewing a crazy homeless woman because you thought she was one of the Golden Girls. She sounded like she was. Did the Golden Girls not have an arc on their third season about aliens coming out of toilets and reading our minds? No. Well, they should have because what she was saying was really interesting. Natasha, you do not understand, okay? I can't see control of this special until we address a very important issue. Every year, the Oscars overlook a worthy contender for the title of Best Picture, and this year is no different. For too long, people have been silent or prone to an action when a film that they know is worthy of recognition gets ignored. And too often, this reveals the biases of Academy voters and human beings in general. Who wrote this for you? The guy who made the movie. Just shut up. Anyway, every year, the harsh light of mainstream celebrity refuses to shine above... Right, enough with the build-up. What's the movie already? The movie is Dick Danger from Titan Media. Jordan, isn't that a porn film? His name is Danger, but you can call him Dick. And Dick always gets his man. Join Titan Men exclusives. you can't be saying a hardcore porn film should seriously be considered for best picture. No, just this one. Why? Because the director promised me free porn for like a year if I read that speech. Oh, honey, if you'll embarrass yourself for a year's worth of free porn, I'd love to see what you'd do for a handful of 20. It would be my honor. You guys are my idols. Yes, we hard. All right, darling. Time to tend to our guests and let these little show business aspirants close out their little show. Perhaps you could let us out of this room first? And vent all that talent out into the ether? I don't think so. Remember, if you hide your light under a bushel, it makes your bushel nice and hot. (laughs) Ta-ta, fellas. We've got a party to work. Well, okay then. This concludes our red carpet coverage from outside of some deplorable restaurant and some wretched third-rate Oscar party Jordan Ampersand stumbled upon by accident while I did the real work of reporting here at the Glass Palace high atop Pretense Canyon and got us locked in this bogus social media room with all this hideous West Elm public school furniture that these idiots think is the height of style. 
I think could be a part of a well-coordinated, enhanced interrogation uh, okay, program. Okay, okay, Breck, what's your plan to get us out of here? Am I still fired? Not if you get us out of here. It's the Glass Palace, right? Yes. And what's the greatest natural enemy of glass? Breck, you wouldn't. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Take cover. Okay. Ready. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the Dinner Party Show's Restless Leg Dancers salute to Hollywood! Oh, yeah. oh, oh my god! Oh, I'm buying all these tacky people! What are you doing? Oh, 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 Summer's here, time to take time for yourself. Have you made your vacation plans yet? The economy is improving and enough already with the staycations. How about a trip to the gayest place on earth? I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And on behalf of the beleaguered residents of West Hollywood and the Dinner Party Show's Board of Tourism, we'd like to welcome you to West Hollywood. Where rock and roll and the Sunset Strip Boys Town and a whole new kind of drag strip. Bitch, please! That's right, you don't have to be gay to find a good time in West Hollywood. But it helps. Though West Hollywood is home to legendary Boys Town and often called the Creative City, it's really Los Angeles's Party Central. And not just at Gay Pride, more than half of all celebrity paparazzi shots and videos from Los Angeles are taken right here in WeHo. Looking beautiful, Kim. So party like a rock star. Or more likely a reality TV celebrity slot. In West Hollywood, the tour buses never stop circling. And whether it's David Schwimmer, remember him, picking up takeout from his favorite Mexican place, Winona Ryder doing her grocery shoplifting, clean up on aisle seven, or Lindsay Lohan showing off her fire crotch, there's always something to see in West Hollywood. Even if you'd rather not. And while it's true that you can't sling a dead cat without hitting a gay bar here in West Hollywood, it's a dead cat! There's plenty to eat here, no matter what your appetite. Most of the top 10 restaurants listed in Vanity Fair's last Oscar special issue are right here in West Hollywood. Along with Vanity Fair's, Elton John's, and most of the big Oscar parties. West Hollywood is home to legendary rock and roll venues like the Whiskey, the Troubadour, and the Viper Room. And speaking of dead celebrities, no trip to West Hollywood would be complete without at least a photo safari to the Chateau Marmont. Or see the balcony where the Milli Vanilli guy threatened to jump at the Mondrian. Or the garage where Sal Minio parked his last car. So, whether you're looking to meet your future ex-husband... Hey, hookers! Stalk Cher on her next trip to the dentist... Hey, you guys, it's me, Cher. Follow this, you bitches. Party like a rock star... <laughs> or a Hollywood D-list celebrity... Leave Benny alone! West Hollywood is the vacation destination for you. 
No one affiliated with the City of West Hollywood or any official business or tourism organization for the city had anything to do with the preparation of the content of this ad. March 9th. March 9th. Seriously, March 9th. Wait, don't we usually start promos by saying our names? Usually, but this time all we really need to say is March 9th. March 9th and Anne Rice. That's correct. Sunday, March 9th, Anne Rice, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Okay, that's all we really need to say. And we also need to say that if you are a fan of Anne Rice, if you have any investment in the future of her career whatsoever, if you are just dying to know the title and the theme of her next book, then you simply cannot miss this live cast of The Dinner Party Show. That's right. Anne Rice, who just happens to be my mother, will be here in studio to not only reveal the subject of her next novel, but to respond to questions and comments about it from our party people on the Facebook page. And trust me, folks, you're going to have a lot to say about it, I'm sure. Also, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you do not want to miss the Sunday, March 9th live cast of The Dinner Party Show. March 9th. The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Good taste gone bad. Welcome back to the Dinner Party Show's special Oscar special. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And we hope you'll join us on Twitter at Dinner Party Show, where we will continue to live tweet the rest of tonight's Oscar ceremony. Thanks for joining us for tonight's special Oscar special and helping us kick off our special coverage of this special night. So for all of us on the Dinner Party Show's Oscar night team, our anchor, Breck Artery. Still not fired. Our hosts, Brock and Bastion. Our home. What have you done to our home? Assassins. And Jordan Ampersand, live from the red carpet. Whatever. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to the Dinner Party Show's special Oscar special. Thanks. See you on Twitter.